Okay, we're up to Daf Samach Aleph Amid Aleph. Today's Gemara is Agarata. Um, yeah, yeah, like, like, like weird Agarata. So, <laughs> the, yeah, the Gemara says we're up to. Uh, yeah, um, the Gemara says about eight lines into the page, Amar Avhuna. Badaklan Ravhuna Barchinna. Ravhuna says that Ravhuna Barchinna asked us the following question. So, the Shaila is like this. We know in the Mishnah that there's a chiyav on the wife to nurse the baby. Now, if the wife wants to... Now, here's the shayla. If the wife... I, I think this is a pshat, because I haven't seen... The Rishonim don't explain this, but I think it's like a double pasha. We see from the Mishnah that the wife has to nurse the baby. And if she refuses, that's a problem. But what if she wants to hire a nurse to... to so the question is, what, what about that? What if there's a disagreement amongst now? If both parents are, are cool with it, if the husband and the wife are maskins, then the question is, what if one parent is not okay with it? So they want, meaning, so again, so it's not that she's being negligent in her chiv. She just wants to hire someone to be might see her, to, to nurse the baby. The question is, is she allowed to? That's the shayla. So the Gemara says, She says that she wants to nurse the baby, and the father says, no, I, I'd rather you get a nurse to someone else because it'll weaken you and you're supposed to be pretty. That's what Zerashi says, okay? So there's a machleke. So she wants to nurse, the father does not want her to nurse. So then the Gemara says, We definitely listen to her because it's her pain. When a woman doesn't nurse, it can cause her pain. So if she wants to nurse, she's definitely allowed to. The question is, who What if he wants her to nurse, but she wants to pay a wet nurse? So that's the shaila. So she's definitely getting taking care of the baby, but she doesn't want to nurse personally, but the father wants her to. So says the Gemara. Okay, so if both parents come from a, a, a situation, a family, where it's normal to, to not nurse, that's fine. But here's the Shiloh. He orcha vuhu lav orcha. What if it's normal for her family to hire a wet nurse, meaning they're wealthy enough that they have nurses to nurse the babies, but his family, it's not normal. So the question is, do you go by her family or do you go by his family? See, her family is wealthier, so it's very normal for her to do this. His family is not wealthy. So the question is, do you go by, when she married him, basically, did she go down in Madrigas? You know, again, her, her family is chashiv and wealthy and they hire nurses. His family doesn't. So do you go by his family or do you go by her family? That's the Gemara Shah. Basar Dideh Azlinar, Basar Dideh Azlinar, do you go by him or do you go by her? Pashtin Allah Meha, we answer from the Braisa, Oila Ima, Vayne Redis Ima, she goes up to him in stature, she doesn't go down. Meaning, because she married him, she doesn't become poor in that regard. So because in her family, it's normal. So she's entitled to hire a nurse. Amr Avhuna Maikra, what's the source that she doesn't go down in status, she just goes up? She goes to the up. She goes up in the status based on the husband, but she doesn't go down in the status based on the husband. Another source that I gave you uh, for life and not for tsar. Meaning, when you're supposed to get married, you're supposed to go up in status. You're not supposed to litzar You're not supposed to go down in status. So, therefore, that's another source that uh, is. So, in this scenario where it's normal for her family to hire nurses, sure, that, that's fair. That's 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 uh, completely um, acceptable. Okay, Vaiter uh, in the Gemara. The Gemara says, okay, one second. Yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, fine. It says the Gemara like this. So we said in the Mishnah that there were seven obligations the wife has. If she brings in one nurse, 
one maid, then she only has to do four obligations. If she brings in a second, she only has to do two. If she brings in a third, she only has to do one. If she brings in four, she could chill. So says the Gemara, why is that when she brings in one maid, she still has to do four of the obligations? Why can't the maid just do everything? So it's, it's very practical, very practical back and forth. So the Gemara says, that even with one slave, she only has to do four. But she has to do four, meaning one slave covers the three obligations, three of the seven, but she has to do the four. Why? So why can't she tell the husband, I brought a woman, to, she replaces me. Meaning if I could do all seven, why can't she do all seven? So it says the Gemara, the answer is, when you bring in a maid, that's a third mouth, that's a third member of the household. So one woman can cover two people, she can't cover three. So you brought in a woman and you want her to replace you, you can't, because you also brought in a third person that, that needs laundry, a third person that eats. The maid still needs these things covered, so the, the maid will cover, basically, she can cover for two people, but she can't cover for three. So you still need the wife to cover for the third. Okay. Now, when you bring in two slaves, the wife still has to work. She still has to do two of the obligations. The question is, why? Now you got two slaves. Why can't the two slaves cover it? So the Gemara says, Hashara Avda, um, she could say, I brought in two slaves. One is to cover me and you, and one is to cover the other slaves. So well, well, why do I need to do anything? The answer is, What about the guests? The nature is that when you have two slaves, you're wealthy which means you'll have guests, you'll have family members that'll come by. So the, she has to cover those, the, the guests that stay. Okay, fine. Now she brings in three slaves. She still has to do something. So the Gemara says, She brought in three slaves. One is to cover the two. One is to cover the other slave. One is to cover the guests. So what does she have to do anything? The answer is, the answer is because the more uh, the more slaves, the more uh, the more guests. You got more guests, okay? So how come when you bring in four slaves, you don't have to do anything? Why don't you say more slaves, more guests? The answer is arba kiven the official Four slaves can cover the, the average, even with the guests. Four slaves can cover the average household. We're talking here about a woman that the wife brings in slaves with her What do you mean? She's bringing in slaves into the marriage. Right. So does she still have to do the household chores that the average wife has to do? So the Gemara says, She doesn't actually have to bring in slaves. If she brings in a dowry that you could bring buy slaves with, that, that's also enough. Because she's bringing enough. So if she chooses to not work... Even if the husband just, he says, I don't want slaves in my house, she still doesn't have to do it because she's bringing enough money that you could hire slaves. Even if she doesn't even bring in money, but if she's, if she's, uh, she's a penny pincher and she, she saves enough money in the marriage that she can bring a slave, that's also enough. Meaning, it, it, even if she didn't bring in, in the dowry, he can't just say, well, you didn't bring in money for the dowry, but she's saved enough in such a way that there's room for a slave, then, then she can cover her obligation. Okay, right in the Gemara. Arba Yoishes Bikadotra. Eat with four, she could sit up on her chair and, and chill. Even though she doesn't have to do the seven household chores, she still has to do small menial things for the husband. Like to dilute the wine, 
make the bed, wash his head and face. Those small things, I guess Mitzah Samita is not the same Mitzah Samita as the Mishnah, because that she doesn't have to do. I guess there were, there were two different beds. I guess the easier beds to make where she'd have to do. The point is the small things that a husband and wife, like she, he says, hey, can you pass me a cup of wine? She can't just say, no, nah, nah, I got four slaves. No, those, those things you still have to do. Okay, which leads us to the next statement, which is Negeya, to know, which is it's Agav, because it's quarter of Yitzchak Vechanania, Marafuna, Kol Molocha Sheisha Oisla Baila, Nida Oisla Baila. Now we know that when it comes to Nida, uh, they're not allowed to live together. So because of that, they're also not allowed to do certain household chores which could lead to affection. So what is a Nida not allowed to do? So it says the Mishnah, all household chores a Nida can do, except to dilute the wine for him, to pour him a glass of wine. That's an affectionate form. He has to pour his own glass because she pours in the glass. It could lead to, to, to them living together. making the bed. And washing his face. Okay. Says the Gemara, making the bed is only a problem if in front of him. If he's not there, of course you could do it. But in front of him, she shouldn't do it because it's it's too affectionate. That's an affectionate type of work, and it could lead to to, to the desire for relations. Okay, now Mazikas Akois, diluting the wine, says the Gemara, as long as there's a hecker, as long as it's done not in the normal way, there's no concern of leading to uh, relations. So a wife, we said in the Brisa, cannot uh, dilute or pour a glass of wine for her husband, but if there's a Shinoi, she could. Because that Shinoi will remind them, hey, don't, don't let this lead to anything. So says the Gemara, Shmuel, Shmuel's wife, when she was a Nida, she would pour it with her left hand. So it was a Shinoi, enough of a Shinoi that... that it would remind him, hey, this this cannot lead to anything more. Abaya's wife would place the cup on the mouth of the jug, not on the table. She would put it on the mouth of the barrel. And Rava Abisadja, Rava would put it on the mouth of the pillow. And Rav Papa Ashashifa, he would put it on a stool. Again, these are all small, subtle changes that will remind the wife not to not to do uh, not they remind the husband that it can't lead to anything inappropriate. Okay, this next sugya, which will take us to like halfway through the next Ahmed, was based on this mitzvah, which doesn't happen anymore. Again, bodies have changed, whatever, and that is that if someone was hungry and they smelled food, if you didn't give them food right away, they can get ill. That was like a theme throughout the Gemara. So it's within this theme that we're going to continue talking about this. Again, it's not a mitzvah that we're familiar with, but, but thousands of years, things have changed. So it says the Gemara like this. Okay, says the Gemara, a mezigas, I'm sorry, I lost some place. Okay, Amar Huna, hakol mashim hashamish, you're allowed to serve anything in front of the waiter. You see a waiter, he's smelling food, but he's not getting the food to eat. So you could have the waiter serve anything, we're not worried about him getting ill. Chutz mebosar except for meat and wine. Meat and wine, you have to be able to let him serve, let him taste, because if not, he can get ill. Okay. Amr al-Chizda, Basar Shaman v'yayim yashan, it's only fatty meat and old wine. Amr Rava, Basar Shaman kolashana, fatty meat throughout the year is a problem. Yayim yashan b'tukuvas tamas, and wine is only a problem during the summer when the aroma is stronger. Amr Rava, Anam b'tachlifa, hava ke'imna kamedimar Shmuel, I was in front of Shmuel, Vaisla Tavshila Da'ardi, and they brought me Tavshila Da'ardi, which is um, turnips, I think. 
No, not turnips. Mushrooms. Listen, we have the article for these uh, dishes. The Eloi loy, and if I had not given to eat from it, is talking. I would have gotten sick. I would have gotten in danger. Amr Vashi, Havakim na Kamid Ravkan, I was a front of Khan, I used to like Agil the lift of Bakala, I was brought a dish of turnips and vinegar. Bilab Diolist again again, if I wasn't given right away, I would have gotten ill. Rav Papa Amr, I feel Tamarita de Hunisa, even a fatty date, withholding it can get someone ill. So again, it's the same theme that uh, you just gotta be careful. So Pashid Halacha back then. Klaal de Milsa, the rule is called Isle Reich of Isle Kiwa. As long as it's it's got a roman or it's a, a aroma, a strong smell, or it's very uh, a, a very strong flavor, very pungent flavor. If it has one of those, you gotta give it to them right away. Okay. Abu Bar Ihi, or Minyam Bar Ihi, um, so these were two people, they would have their waiters eat, but one of them would feed the waiter one course in the beginning, and that would cover him so that he wouldn't get ill, and one would feed him from every single course. So obviously the one who fed him from every single course, it's, it's, a, it's a going above and beyond in kindness. It says the Gemara, they both were zeicha for Gil Elio. They both were, they both were zeicha to meet Elio, but one Elio would converse with and one not. Obviously, the one who fed him for every single course, he went above and beyond. So Elio, Elio was comfortable speaking to him. The one who only fed him from one course, he was zeicha to meet Elio, but he was not zeicha to talk to Elio. Okay. Similarly, Hanutartin Chasidah. There were two Chasidim. Vamri lo Rav Mari v'Rav Pinchas b'nei Rav Chizda. Some say it was Rav Mari and Rav Pinchas. Mar Kadim Safi. One would have the waiter eat before he would serve the guests. And one would have the waiter eat after he served the guests. Obviously, the one who ate would have meat before. That was a higher level of chesed. The one who fed him before, Elio would come and converse, but the one who postponed, they would not. You also see that it's, it's like Elio's talking to them. It's chesed that we would, you know, it's not the, it's not the you know, it's impressive, but it's, it's something that you could imagine. But that's, that's what it takes to get Elio to come. Okay, right in the Gemara. Amem Marzutcher Ravashi. It's a following Maisa. This will take us to the next Amen. Amem Marzutcher Ravashi have a Kiyosvi Apischa de Be Isger Malka. They were by the palace of uh, the Melch Isger, who was a non Jewish king. Rashi saying he was a Melch of Paras, he was a Persian king. So Cholofa Ozal Aturgna de Malka. So they're passing by him holding meat. Chazi Ravashi the Marzutra, go to the next page. So Ravashi sees Marzutra. The Chaver Ape, he was looking pale, you know, because he wasn't eating. He needed to eat some of the food. His food's not kosher. He needed to eat some of this food or else he would get sick. So, it's Pikuach Nefesh. So, Shokal see, he took some of the food with his finger. Onach and he put it into Marzucha's mouth. Now, the Marsha points out that it doesn't say Marzucha swallowed it. He spit it out, which is only a rabbinic form of Achila. So, he felt that that form of Achila was allowed in a case of Chayla. But he, he put it in his mouth and he, he spit it out. Because the guy, Marzutra was going to get sick. The problem is, if you do that by the king's food, if you put your finger in the king's food, that's not good. So the Gemara says, Amar lei, so the, the, the waiter said, you just ruined the king's meal. Amar lei, they asked him, well, why'd you do this? So Amar lehu, they said, that food, you couldn't serve that food to the king. There was something wrong with the food. It's a, it's a, it, like Mara says it was made up, but it was made, not, sort of made up, sort of, sort of not. And it was uh, a little bit on a miracle, but he said there was something wrong with the food. They said, so what was wrong with the food? I saw that it was chazer and it had leprosy. It was, it was a pig, but it was, it was bad meat. The meat, was not, the meat was not good. I was saving the king, and that's why I put it in my mouth, because I wanted to 
to you know to make sure that there was something wrong with it before the king got to it. So he says, they look into the meat. The meat smelled good, looked good. Like the, the, what are you talking about? So Shokal Ravashi took the chef's finger and put it on the meat. He made his finger touch the meat, and then he said, "Check that piece." The piece that the chef taught. Did you check that piece? They checked the meat, and it was taka. It was taka spoiled with leprosy. So the rabbanon, my time is So the rabbanon said, "So why, why did you be saying That's a miracle. Why?" So he says, I saw that after my zutra had a little bit of the meat in his mouth, I saw tsaras over his head. So it wasn't a miracle. I saw there was taka the ruach of tsaras on me, physical tsaras. There was some tuma there. So I knew that it was just a matter of time before you know I could bring it out, but it wasn't like an, I wasn't changing the spiritual components of it. I was changing the physical, which is not as big of a miracle. So he said, I saw that there was some tzaras here, so it wasn't as big of a miracle. Okay, one more ma'isa. It's not uh, again. It's in this theme of that if he didn't feed them right away, they would get ill. So the Gemara says the following story: Hahi Roma So there was a certain Roman man. Who was uh, who was trying to get this girl to to marry him? So Misavili, he says, "Will you marry me?" I'm really loyal. She said, "No." So this is what he did. He brought pomegranates. Polly, he opened it. He's eating it before her, and he's not giving it to her. So now she's getting sick. So his plan is, I'm going to do this until she, she's so sick that she'll have to marry me. Why is she getting sick from him? Apparently, if he didn't get the pomegranates right away. Again, there's such metzias that if you if you saw food that you really wanted and you weren't given from it, you can get ill. So he's eating pomegranates in front of her, and she's uh, not uh, she's not getting any. So ochel kama. So kol maya The saliva was like was causing her pain. Blind. She's swallowing it, and it's causing her a lot of discomfort. and she was beginning to look pale. So. Eventually, the Roman said to her, "If I heal you, will you marry me?" So and she said, "Of course." It's a good. It's, I'm sure the bias number so. They brought the pomegranates out. This is the healing. You have to eat more pomegranates in front of her, and she has to spit out the saliva. That was the way you get it better. Okay. She said that uh, you spit out the saliva. That's the way. So that's what she did. Until something green like palm leaves shot out of her mouth. It's and she became better. Very nauseous. That story did not help. Okay. Okay. The halacha is that with all these with all these um, uh, slaves, she still has to work with tzemer. You still have to do some labor. So it says that she works with tzemer. Now, how come she doesn't work with linen? So the Gemara, I'll just say it out, so we'll see it inside. The reason why you don't work with linen is apparently to make linen work, you have to constantly lick it. And because there are chemicals, it can, it can cause discomfort to your mouth and discomfort to your lips. So even with all the slaves, she has to work with wool because she still has to do something because not doing anything will lead to frivolity and will lead to insanity. But you don't have to make her get sick over it. So she doesn't have to work with linen because that caused you know, discomfort to the lips and discomfort to the, to the, to the, to the mouth. But wool, she has to. Okay. She has to work with wool and not with pishton. Because our Mishnah follows over you, the Titania. 
Once she has all the slaves, you can't force her. She doesn't have to serve his father. And she doesn't have to serve his son. Meaning she's not, she doesn't have to serve his family because she has enough slaves to do this. And she doesn't have to put uh, food in front of his animals because especially the male animals are aggressive and she doesn't have to do that. But she has to do it in front of the bakar because those animals are not as aggressive and there's no concern of them hurting her. So that she can do it. It's not a, a laborious job. Rav says also she doesn't have to work with linen. Why? Because linen causes the breath to be bad and it causes the lips to swell. Because again, she would have to lip her, lick it a lot to, to work with linen. You'd have to lick, I guess, your fingers to lick the, the wool, uh, the linen. And the chemicals on linen can cause uh, problems in the mouth. So that she doesn't have to do. She has enough slaves. She doesn't have to do that. She has to do something. So she has to work with wool and not linen. And this is only true with Roman linen. Okay. Rav Lozer says that even if you bring in a hundred shvachos, it says the Gemara Amar of Malkioi. We've had this Gemara many times. I'm not going to go through it. We'll do it quickly. There were two Amiroyim, Ramalkio and Ramalkioi. And they uh, different, have different statements throughout Shas. And the Gemara is just giving uh, mnemonic devices to remember who said what. So Rav Malkiyoi says, I'm Ravad Barabah, Halacha Rav Lazar, the Halacha Rav Lazar, that even with a hundred slaves, she still has to do something. Am Rav Hanina, Bereid Rav Ika, Shvoid, Shvachais, Vegumais, the sugyas of Shvoid, Shvachais, and Gumais, these are sugyas throughout Shas, is Rav Malkiyoi. That's with a Vav. Beloiris, Efer, Makla, and Gvina, those three sugyas is Rav Malkiyoi. So then Aleph. Okay. Rav Papa Omar, he has a different way to remember it. Masnisan Masnita Rav Malkia. Mishnayis is with an Aleph. Shmaita, teachings on Brises is Rav Malkia. Malkia with a Vav. Okay, so there's two different ways. Now the Gemara just says, Simnach Masisa Malkasa. The only difference between these two is the Shvachais. Because Shvachais is, um, it was like Shvachais. Is um, Shvachis, I believe, is a brisa, but you know the the first list had Rav Malkiyoi. Uh, Shvachis was Rav Malkiyoi, but the second one with the brisa would actually have it as Rav Malkiyoi. Meaning Shvachos is a Mishnah. So if you go with the Mishnah being with an olive, then Shvachos is with an olive. The first one listed Shvachos is with a Vav, is Ramalkiyai. So the only difference between these two is Shvachos. That's the only difference between these two mnemonic devices. Okay, one. So the, we had two different opinions in the Mishnayas. They both said the same things, which is Roshim Gamliel and Rav both said that if, even if a woman has a 50 slaves, 100 slaves, 4 slaves, whatever, she still has to do something. Now, Rav said, because not having anything to do will lead to promiscuity. Roshim Gamliel said, not having anything to do will lead to losing your mind. What's the difference between these two? They're both saying the same thing, which is that she's got to do something. So the Gemara says, The difference is, if uh, she has a puppy. Uh, they didn't have to, I guess they had dogs back then, okay? They had dogs to play with. She plays with puppies or she plays chess. Meaning... The first opinion said that she has to it, 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 that that she has to have a job or else she's going to do something inappropriate. Playing with chess or playing with puppies that might be a way to fill your day. That's not going to avoid. That's not enough. You need a job. But if the second opinion said that not doing anything will make you lose your mind, you're not going to lose your mind if you have a puppy, and you're not going to lose your mind if you play chess. We hope. But 
it's but it, it, it's it's it, it, so to avoid promiscuity, you need an actual job. To avoid insanity, you just need something. That's that's the difference. Okay, fine. New sugya. Uh, now this sugya is a regular sugya, and that is we know that there's one of the obligations the husband has to his wife is to live with his wife. I know. Now, if a husband makes a nether that he's not going to live with his wife, that's grounds for divorce. The question is, how much of a length of time? If he says, I'm not going to live with her for one week, well, is that fair? Or is that also grounds for divorce? Meaning, what, what, what's, the, what's the timeline where we say, that this is, this, it, it's, 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 again, whether they live together all the time, that's up to the husband or wife. But for him to make a nether, at some point, he's breaking halacha, and it's warrants for divorce, grounds for divorce. The question is, how much? So the Mishnah says, Hamader is ishtoi, mitashash hamita. If a husband asers his hanan, his wife, meaning, and the Rashi talks about how you could do this because the wife is entitled to her, you know, so how does the nether chal? Okay, but if you, you do it in a way that the nether takes effect. So Rashi says the way you do that is, Yeser hanos tashmishecha alai. My, um, your pleasure is also to me. Because he can't say that his pleasure is also to her because she's entitled to his pleasure. So she's, fine, but the point is he makes the nether, he, he verbalizes the nether in such a way that it takes effect. So now the question is, how long of a nether is it grounds for divorce? So says the Mishnah, two weeks. As we're going to see in the Gemara, when, uh, when, a, when a, again, in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, when they gave birth to a girl, there were 14 days of Tumah, right? Leading up, there were days of Tahara, days of Tumah, leading up to bring a carbon. The Torah prescribes two weeks of Tumah, which means the Torah already endorses a two-week time period where husband and wife can't be together. So if you make another for two weeks, okay, it's not such a terrible thing because we find within the Torah two weeks. So that's a reasonable amount. <clears throat> Beis Hillel says, Shabbos is one week. As we're going to see, Beis Hillel learns it out from Nida. They don't learn it out from Yeladis, they learn it out from Nida. Okay. The Bachram would leave their wives, which is not, the Rabban were not happy about this, they would leave for 30 days to learn Torah. The Rabban were not happy about this because then you're not with your wife for 30 days. Okay, now we need this hard school because I need to describe. Okay, Hapoilim Shabbos laborers can only leave for one week. So now the Mishnah is going to list the Oina, the, 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 the rights that the wife has to be with her husband. How often does he have to be with her? If she wishes, it depends on the job. If he's someone who goes away, if his type of profession goes away for four months a year, then that, that you know that she doesn't have the right. If she knows that that's his job, she doesn't have the right to claim. You know, you have to be be with me more often. You understand that. You know, they're going in. But what depending on the job, that's depending on how frequent uh, her rights are. So says the Mishnah. We know that the Torah gives rights for the wife to be with the husband. So We'll see what these are. They they have if she wants every day because they were home every day. Hapoyalim laborers shtayim b'shabbos twice a week. Hachamarim donkey drivers achas b'shana once a week because they would go away for the most of the week. Hagamolim camel drive camel drivers l'shoshivim camel drivers would go away for once a month. They would only be home once a month. Hasafonim sailors achas l'shishachadoshim once in six months because that's when they were home. De Ravalazar these are the shitas of Ravalazar. Okay, fine. Let's just get it to the end of the Amid. So Beishamay said that if you make a neder, um, up to two weeks is reasonable. Past that warrants for divorce. Basil says one week. So where's the two weeks and one week coming from? So my time in the Beishamai. Where's Beishamai coming from that they say two weeks? 
So says the Gemara, Gam Yeledis Nekeva. They learn it out from Yeledis Nekeva. Yeledis Nekeva is two weeks of Tumah, which means it's two weeks. The Torah says they're not allowed to be together. So if the Torah endorses a two-week time period, so it's reasonable that he did the same thing. As we're going to see in the Gemara in a little bit, the concept of a husband making a nether not to be with his wife was a common occurrence. The Gemara calls it a common occurrence in times of Gemara. Rashi says it's very common when the husband's upset with her to make that nether. That was like a, that was like a, a common theme. So, the Gemara says, So the Gemara says at first that Hillel, which gives one week, learns that from Yelad Zachar. Right? Yelad Nekeva is tummy for two weeks. Yelad Zachar is tummy for one week. So they learn out from Yelad Zachar that one week is a warrant. So the Gemara says, I don't understand. If you're going to learn out from Yelad why wouldn't you learn out from Yelad Nekeva? Like if you're going to learn out from the concept of Yelad from a woman who gave birth, then wouldn't it be reasonable to learn out the more lenient viewpoint? Like, if you're not learning out from Yeladis, if you have another source, I get it. But if you're learning out from Yeladis, then why not learn out from Yeladis Nekeva to give two weeks? Why is Beis Hillel going one week? Yeladis Zachar, learn out from Yeladis Nekeva. You're learning out from the same concept, but you're like, oh, one week is the max. It's not. Yeladis Nekeva is two weeks. So, like, learn out from Yeladis Nekeva. So the Gemara says, <clears throat> the answer is, you're right. If they taka learned out one week from a Yeledis, they, they, you'd, be, you'd be correct. They learned it out from Nida. So Beishame learns out two weeks being the max because they learned it out from a Yeledis. And Beishil learns out the one week being a max because that's the, the length of a Nida. So the Gemara says, What's the Machlegis about? Why is Beishamai comparing a Neder to a Yeledis and Beishil is comparing the Neder to a Nida? So the Gemara says, so, so Beis Hillel, they go with Nida because they say, let's go with frequency. What's more frequent, childbirth or Nida? Obviously Nida. What's very frequent, making another to say that your wife can't be with you? Very common. Nida, very common. Common from common. Beis Shammai, though, they don't like that. Why do they go with the Yeledes? They say, what's, who's, who's at fault with the nether, the husband? Who's at fault with the with the Yeledis? The husband. He, he can't have a baby without the man. The neither, it's not him. So they compare it more to Yeledis because they're going to compare a nether where the husband is involved to Yeledis where the husband is involved as opposed to a neither where that's, that's biological that has nothing to do with the husband. Okay, so the Machlechus is, do you learn out from a neither because it's more common or do you learn out from Yeledis because he's involved? Okay, fine. Now, so you have Machlechus, if you made a nether, What's the length? Two weeks or one week? Now, this is only true if you made... Now, here, here I'll, I'll explain the next Gemara outside, very simple. This is only true if you made a length of time. Now, if you just say, I'm asering having Tashmish with my wife, you don't mention a length of time, then what's the halacha? It's, it's, it's in... I know in perpetuity, perpetuity works for products. I don't know if it works, like, for everything, but it's in perpetuity. It means forever. I, I don't know. I don't know if that works in this context. Of this Shark Tank hasn't used it in this context. I don't really know. But it, it, but 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 it, 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 the point is, when you make it just another stam and you don't verbalize an amount of time, it's forever. So then, if it's more than two weeks, you have to get divorced. But here's the shayla. If okay, a, a more simple case. Two weeks is the max according to Bishama. What if a man says to his wife, "I am making another. I'm not going to be with you for two years. You got to get divorced. Do you get divorced after two weeks, or do you get divorced right now?" I mean, is there a tachos of waiting two weeks because, like, technically two weeks is a reasonable amount of time? But you say, no, the reason why you wait two weeks is because that's reasonable. You already want more than two weeks. So the Gemara says, Machlaikas. The Gemara says, like this, Amarab, Machlaikas bin Mefarish. Avabistam, Dibra Kol Yo, it's a lot of you think suba. 
if you just made no amount of time, so it's forever, then you got to get divorced right now. There's no purpose of waiting two weeks. The whole purpose of waiting two weeks is because that's a reasonable amount of time. This is more than two weeks. Get divorced tomorrow. Shmuel Omar, and by the way, the reason why this is in the gay is because the whole concept of like beating up a husband, like that we beat up a husband, we beat up a husband when, when he should get divorced. So if he should get divorced today, that means that he's got to get divorced today. If he doesn't get divorced today, then they would start getting involved. Shmuel disagrees. He says, no. I feel yamtin. You have to wait two weeks. Why? Two weeks is a reasonable amount of time. So he's not doing anything wrong with two weeks. The problem is that his nether is too long. But maybe give him two weeks. Maybe he'll find a Pesach. Maybe he'll, he'll get a heter to undo the nether. So we don't force him to get divorced right away. We give him two weeks because, again, the two-week time period, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is his nether extends past that time. So give him the two weeks to think about what he did, maybe get a to speak to Rabbanim, and, 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 and then if after two weeks he hasn't gotten the hazard, then yeah, get divorced the second two weeks is over. So the machloikis is, if you go past the time, do you get divorced right away, or do you give him two weeks? Okay, so says the Gemara, we have a similar machloikis, this is the first machloikis is by a neder not to live with your wife. We have the exact same machloikis about something else. So says the Gemara, oh, we, are, we have the exact same machlekes already. The halacha is, right, when it comes to Tashmish, right, the wife has the right to relations. So we said there's a max. The max is two weeks, one week. Okay, let's go two weeks. Past two weeks, problem. So too it is with Parnosa, right? The wife is entitled to financial support. If he makes a nether not to support his wife, so for 30 days, that nether is chal, and if she needs anything, we'll just, um, we'll like appoint, again, he can't do it, right? So for 30 days, we'll appoint a parnas, we'll appoint like a, like a gabai, you know, like a middleman to, to take care of her. Past 30 days, that's not a reasonable situation, and past 30 days, the marriage is over. Same mechalikas. What if you go forever, do you get divorced right now, or do you get divorced in 30 days? That, it's the same achloikas. The Gemara says, Rav says, if you go past 30 days, you got to get divorced right away. And Shmuel says, no, even past 30 days, you should wait for 30 days, and after 30 days, you get divorced. So the question is, why are they arguing twice? The Mamash arguing the exact same achloikas. One is by Parnosa, where you could appoint a Parnas, who will take care of her financially, but again, past 30 days too much, and then you get divorced either right away or after 30 days, and then you have the Tashmish. So why are they arguing twice? Just tell me once, I'll get it. So the answer is very simple. I'll tell you why. The Tashmish case, Rav says get divorced right away because, what's, the, what's, your, what's your solution? The case of the 30 days with the Parnas, because you could appoint someone to take care of her financially, Without breaking your nether, maybe Rav would agree that you should wait 30 days, give him chance to, to break the nether. Meaning, there's no option of a parnas by Tashmish. You can't appoint someone to take care of that responsibility. So therefore, there's nothing you could do. So get divorced right away. But maybe in the other case where it's possible to appoint someone in between, so you're, not, you're, so you're still taking care of her financially and keeping your nether, maybe everyone should agree you should wait 30 days. Give yourself time to maybe get a het Pesach. That's why you have to say, no, it's still a machlegas over there. And if you only have the machlegas over there, I would say, but over here, everyone agrees that you should break it right away because there's no parnas. Meaning, basically, the fact that there's a parnas option tells you a chiddush. Over here, is there is no parnas option. Over there, there is. So you need both to, to tell you that there's a machlegas in both situations. All right, we'll stop here and uh, we'll see what the deal is tomorrow.